Welcome to Season 2 of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun actual play. This is Shannon. I'm playing Eris. Hi, this is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. This is Dot. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. And my name is Eric, the Game Master. Some of the following content is not suitable for all audiences. We're going to start in safe house second floor bathroom all right so to set the stage again you go up into the second floor bathroom the shower's going you walk in yep and the downstairs was the sealed off area right you mean the faraday mm -hmm. or the magically sealed both all of it is magically sealed okay. you step in it looks like he was turning on the shower or something and then maybe slipped and fell, but it doesn't quite look like that. He's got, like I said, his ass is up in the air. His face is down in the bottom of the tub. One of his shoes looks like it got kicked off because it's over by the toilet. You know, he's got on slip-on loafers or something. As you're standing there, yes, there's a spreading spot of blood on his back. Yes. And then there's blood in the... So I'm checking to, to see if he's still alive or if there's anything that I can do. Okay. To uh, do you have biotech? I sure do. Okay, let's roll it. Uh oh. Oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I got six successes to see if Thorn is alive, and I am willing to spend edge if I need to. All right. So you grab him and you pull him back. You know, if he was alive, he would be actively drowning in his own blood and water. Right. So you pull him out and you see that, uh, you know, the front of his chest and his face is all covered in blood. It's watered down, obviously, from the shower. So you pull him back and he kind of slumps onto the floor because you're not very strong. And uh, <laughs> just kind of take all the digs at air as you can, we huh? All right, so he kind of slumps, and you, his head kind of goes dunk against the tub. <laughs> Not like you cracked his skull, but just kind of a thump. And it makes – he kind of – his eyes flutter for Slap a Slap a trauma patch on him. Oh, shit. Okay. You're slapping a trauma patch on him. His eyes flutter, and he looks at you, and he says, B? I'm with you. I'm with you, Thorn. You're, you're going to be okay. I got you. All right. His bloody finger touches your cheek, and it runs down to your chin. And he says, me Bella Rosa. Just right there. Right behind this me. guy. And, and here's a plot point as he dies. No, you bitch! I gave him a trauma patch! You're down a trauma patch. You earn a plot point. His last words are, and Joe, you hear it too. It's in Italian. He says, Mi bella rosa, which in Italian is my beautiful, beautiful rose. rose. And then he says, don't stay. 
run. It's not your fight. So I got the trauma patch yeah, on. You put the trauma patch and on. And it just kind of slid off because it's, it's all wet. All blo- it's all bloody and wet. Yeah. It just kind of, you're, you're like, can't get the, you're like, I can't get it to stick. Can't get it to stick. And then as he dies, you realize you didn't peel the back oh, off. Lord, no, you're going to be okay. You're going, I got you. I got you. You're going to, you're going to be okay. And I'm like messing with the trauma patch and like trying to get it on him. So you've got six successes on your biotech. Not only do you realize that he's dying very fast because he was pierced essentially from behind through his back and chest, very likely if it didn't cut his heart, it cut his aorta and his lungs as it went through. He bleeds out pretty fast. Yeah, I don't think he's hearing me say these things. No. This is just Eris and her her grief because she's not had a great uh been a rough day. Um so yeah, she's just kind of like propping him up and like trying to get this working and Yeah, it's and it's not. But uh, obviously. But with six successes, you know that he was killed from behind. Mhm. With some sort of a blade. Yeah. The other thing that you notice is as you're propping him up, his left arm is bloodier than his right arm. The reason for that is it looks like maybe a defensive wound or something. Yeah. He had like put his arm up and it was sliced. If you would have gotten less than, say, six successes, that would have been your diagnosis. But because you got six and you know him, you know that his left forearm was his implant where he had his dock wagon beacon. So whoever did this removed his dock wagon beacon. Likely before stabbing him in the back. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, this is what you're seeing. Eris is just kind of like crumpling and like kind of accepting her fate. And she's kind of like, no, you were supposed to help me. I, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to run? Joe, he said the first part in Italian, but the last part you distinctly heard Mm -hmm. in English. Hey, this is a, this is a bad situation. And I'm not saying that you can't mourn, but this safe house is is gone. We need to we need to move. I we've been made, and we've got to get out. Eris goes on a full facial journey. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly they weren't after. Uh, I just can I have a second? <laughs> you want me to leave you here with? No, just give me a second to think. <laughs> and Eris just kind of. It gives herself a second. So, Joe, you're stepping out of the room, or what are you doing? Uh, no, Joe's gonna say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look around. Uh, I'll be right back." Oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay, that, okay. She's going to astrally perceive. Okay. And then just like walk the house, like security guard style. Okay, so you astrally perceive that you're in the bathroom. You're like sitting down on the toilet or whatever. Yeah. Like waiting for. Eris to do what they're finishing doing. And so you open up your third eye so that way you can see into the uh, astral realm as you're standing up and you look up and you can see where she's holding Thorn and he's got multiple fetishes and foci on him. Why is he so strapped? He's got a lot of foci on him. That's uh, he. That's what he did. That's the sort of... He was a mystical adept. That's and his job. It was... To find magic items and stuff. Oh, okay. Make a magic roll. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I forgot. I am better now. 
I will also spend an edge to turn this four into a five for four successes. Okay. The foci that he has and the fetishes that he has are mostly protective in nature, and you recognize at least the theory behind some of them enough where he was actively, like, buffing himself, and each one of these would have had to be... Uh, he would have to cast the spell and lock it on himself, and using the foci or the uh, the fetish to do it, it's an extraordinary amount, almost like overlapping protections, mm. uh, like layers of protections of the same type of protections. The other thing that you're gauging from this is that he had something that also would have enhanced his senses a lot. It's one of his more powerful foci. And the fact that somebody may have snuck up on him is probably pretty slim. Yeah. And the other fact is there's so many on him and they're, they're, they're bound to him. There's no way a regular person could function maintaining all of these things all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't add up. There's something we'll, – we'll touch base on this later. Um, he, his, there's just something kind of weird going on with all of his stuff. Okay. Um, Take take your time. Yeah. So, okay, we need to go. Um. All right. So I'm gonna start basically searching Thorn for like, okay, because he would have his calm presumably, mm-hmm. and like just like anything else that was on him, pretty much. <laughs> like, I don't know. This feels weird. I don't know what I because it's like I want to loot the body without looting the body <laughs> because I don't actually want his stuff, but I want anything that might be important. <laughs> Yes, it does. And both to Ares personally, but also maybe to, like, figure out what all exact... Because, like, we didn't really get to that part of, like, what all had been going on with him. Like, we've only Mm -hmm. touched on it. Yes, he does have his comm. He has a certified cred stick in his, like, inner jacket pocket for 50 grand. Well, it's a 50 grand limit, and we'll say that... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking uh, okay. his money off. That's of fine. Him. Anyway, it's a fifty grand limit on this, and it only has ten percent left on it. So five thousand new yen on this cred stick. Now, knowing him, he always kept that full. That was his emergency money. But I also know that he's been on the run and was looking pretty haggard. So yes. that makes sense. Yeah. So beyond that, yeah, other than things that you wouldn't know what's what, although he does have the earring that you bought him in Milan, oh. is uh, or the ring, we'll just say, that you bought him. Which, which do you want? You want Okay, here's, here are your choices. Your choices are earring, quote unquote, <laughs> ring, or stud. And we'll just infer where that went. <laughs> so which one do you want? But I'm fucking Prince Albert. Damn. <laughs> but it was like platinum. You know, it was it was something very very nice from a uh, an Italian like from a jeweler in in Rome that you bought it. Well, I I don't know if you know this about Shannon Eric. <laughs> Piercings are gross, and you don't want it to be a piercing. <laughs> Even earrings. Yeah. Mm, okay. Even, especially the earrings. Earrings, the earrings okay. more than ears. Yep. Okay, so then it was, was it a ring on it for his finger or a toe or <gasps> elsewhere? A toe ring. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, him, it's a pinky ring. Yeah. Thorn seems like a pinky ring sort of he, guy. He certainly was. There you go. 
pinky ring derogatory. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eris is just the sort of stupid bitch to buy her boyfriend. Yeah. But you find it wasn't on his pinky. He had it on a chain around his neck. <gasps> See? Yep. So I grabbed that. Okay. And yeah, he doesn't have anything else like... There wouldn't really be anything. It's it's the digital age. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I just kind of, like, search for clues. And I'm like, there's nothing, there, there's nothing here. But I grab the necklace with the ring on it, mm-hmm. and I grab his comm. Okay. You grab his comm, and there, there is a, you know, like on the screen, you can see, as soon as you pick it up, it activates. It's got a lock screen, but it's, you know, you can see that he recently got... A text from, and then it just has a symbol. Okay. I check to see if I can unlock it with um, one of... Electronics roll. <laughs> yep. Okay. Electronics roll. Bro, I'm, I'm on fire My today. God. Oh, that is five successes out of seven dice. Okay. So you're... All right. So you, you, you're looking at it and you start messing with it to try and just figure out, you know... Maybe he has a, you know, my, my birthday or something like that. And as you're looking at it and trying to get it to activate, you see that because it's a view screen, because he did not like virtual reality or augmented reality. You know that. Mm-hmm. He hated it. Yep. So everything was screen-based for him. So you're like, screen-based? I don't even know what to do here. And then you see on the face of it, green dots kind of make a circle or an oval. And you realize it's doing facial recognition. And then it unlocks. Oh, it unlocks for my face? Yeah, it unlocks. Okay. It yeah, unlocks, that was the other thing. Yeah, it unlocks for your face, and you see that his comm had a user setting for you. Okay. Just to make sure before I end with it. Well, that was why I was doing this now, making sure it unlocks, because otherwise I was going to use his face to give me access. Right. It's not like a computer user setting where, like, I only have access to my stuff. I... Uh, no, it's it's exactly like that. It has. Oh, okay. but But you see that you have one pending message waiting for you. Oh. This gives me anxiety. Open it. Open it. Open it. Of course, I open it. (laughs) Okay. It's a video of Thorn, and it's him looking at the comm, and he says, B, I know why you're holding my comm right now, and there's a few things you need to know. I will uh, write out what your message was, and you can share it if you want to at a later time. And we'll cut away from you, and we'll go to Joe. You're walking around. Yeah, on the prowl. Okay. Let's make a... Let's what's, make a walking around roll. Yeah, walking around roll. What's a, what's a good investigation the skill? moseying about it's roll. Perception. 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 Okay. I'm Whoa. going to spend two edge Okay. to turn two of these fours into fives to make three. Okay. Three successes. All right. So as you're looking around, the first thing that you notice is that you well, you're you're doing the uh, astral perception as well. You can see that well, whoever did this looks like they may have got him as he was like standing near the bathroom. He may have like stumbled into the bathroom and fell. So there's like some blood on the floor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
There is some residual magic here, almost as if maybe there was a powerful spell that was going on inside the room mm. or some some sort of I mean, it could be attributed to his powerful foci. You're yeah. not exactly certain, but it's certainly some sort of magic passed through here. Beyond that, the person very likely physically left because you find one of the windows looks like it had been because, you know, Eris is going to set things up where she'll be able to tell if somebody got into her place because, you know, the, the you know, there's a piece of tape or, or yeah, some sort of measure, some <laughs> yeah. sort of physical measure was made. So that way, you know, you could tell. And that's the case. Mm-hmm. One of the windows has been accessed. That's probably how either they got in and out or got at least got out. Okay. Joe will return to the bathroom feeling somewhat satisfied that there's probably not still a murderer in here. And Eris is watching a message. Right. <laughs> or maybe not, depending on how long you looked around. Um, I think that uh I, I think that we're good, but we probably do want to move soon. Um, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um she kinda looks down at Thorn again and she's just like what I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I know that he was important to you, and despite how much I am personally not a fan of him, he didn't deserve this. So do you want us to call a cleaner to come and get him? We can't just, like, leave him here. Right. I mean, that. yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, cleaner, yeah, that's... We, we're our... not sending him to Mystery Meat. <laughs> I mean, you could, <laughs> but we're not. Let's okay. First, if we're gonna leave, I gotta get my my bolt stuff. I have this. This is my resupply. I gotta. We gotta. We gotta pack stuff up. Uh, uh you probably rode your bike here, didn't you? Yeah. It's fine. I call my car to me for the first time ever. How, are you, gonna get, how are you gonna get your car to you if? Because it's the future, and oh, you okay. can do it with an app. Okay. Right, Eric. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Eris is like, just, we've got a, I don't, I feel like we should send him back to his family. Okay. Um, where, where is that? The tear. Okay. Okay. So sending his body back to the tear might be difficult to do right now. Right. Yeah. But, uh, she, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay. Uh, First things first, uh, we got to get my stuff together. I got to clear this place out. I don't know if you heard. She also beep boop on a nap and actually called her car for the very first time ever. Oh, okay. So cars in route. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we could. I can help you move all the the big stuff. Um, Question: How do you feel? How did he feel about cremation? Because that seems to be the best option at the moment. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't opposed to it. I think, yeah, that's probably an idea. Um, oh, this is going to be such a weird call to ShamWow. <laughs> okay, do you want to reach out to your guy? Or I can, I can, if you give me his info, I can call him. Like, what do you want? Yeah, if you would do that, I can start getting everything ready. Um she goes to send you the information and she doesn't have her glasses on <laughs> and she's like oh wait um and she doesn't have her calm on her 
just dial it, just dial it in. Oh. And Joe hands her comm over. Wait, shit. No, uh, we need to hang on. Let's go back downstairs. And she gives Joe her comm. And she's like, we need to put the, like, my my grandma could track you with your comm. She can track my, it doesn't matter. Just, he's in there. Okay. Can you, yep. thanks. I got it. I'll handle it. And Joe dials uh, for ShamWow. All right. From downstairs or outside or? Mm, I guess she has to go outside. Okay. All right. So you step outside and Bodica's waiting outside the door. Oh, hey, Bodica. She says, now that the door's open, I can come in. I don't think you want to go in there right now. You see her kind of looking at the door, and she's like, okay. I have to make a call really quick, but are we good? You tell me. Okay. Let's just let's just air it out right now. Um, hey, between Peabody and myself, who, who ranks higher on your list? Just curious. I thought that we've gone over this. I am your ally spirit. I'm not hers. Okay, I just know that you have a lot of loyalty to her, but I am... I can respect... I, 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 I can respect her power. I can respect her goals because they are very much in line with mine, but I'm all yours. Okay, I just... I want to make sure that we're cool, okay? Because it sounds like she might be into some really bad stuff that's been hurting a lot of people for a really long time. Hmm. Is that something we need to talk about right now? I actually, I have to call a guy about a situation inside really quick. Um, All right, she, you see she she like sniffs and she says, someone's dead. Yes. She like looks towards the door and then back at you. Did you actually, have you been out here the whole time? Did you see anyone come out the window? You see like a little glint in her eye and she says, why yes. But um, it wasn't you and you didn't tell me... I'm, I was a little miffed because I wasn't allowed into there. So I've just been standing here like the uh, obedient dog that I am. That is that is not the relationship that I want for us to have. And I'm very sorry. I will work on being better about that. All right. She points like in a direction. She says, that way? I could go and track him if you like. Yes. P- yes, please. please. Please do that. And as soon as you find like a location that it looks like this person is hunkering down... Uh, would you please come and get me, and then we can have a really good heart-to-heart conversation about me being a better... Friend? Yes. <laughs> we are friends. We are, I guess. And I have, I've been a very poor friend to you, and I'm very sorry. We are bound Literally. at a very primal level. Yes. And I think there needs to be a little bit more open discussion about that with your friend. Yes. No, you you are absolutely right. I, I have not been treating you with the level of respect that you deserve because you deserve so much. You've done incredible things in your lifetime and in your afterlifetime. And I will have a conversation with her as soon as we settle things here. Okay. I just don't want you to lose focus because though I don't work for Madame, I certainly, as I said find myself aligned with her viewpoints, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to... Killing dragons. Killing dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do I do have to say that's very cool. Um, and I'm, I'm not entirely against the idea of killing some dragons. Uh, I, actually, right. the, furthest, the furthest thing from that. All right, and then she smiles again and she says, so what you're saying is when you're done with your phone call, 
and having your conversations and I'm done tracking whoever this is, then we can move forward towards our purpose. Of killing dragons? Yeah. Specifically the one that's sleeping below the city. There's what? There, uh, uh, Joe is like completely flabbergasted. <laughs> that's why we're here. That's why I came here for you. Oh, I didn't realize that there was one so immediately close to us. I see. I, I, a lot of things are making a lot of sense suddenly. Um, yes, no, we can. I would love to have a very in depth conversation about slaying the slumbering dragon with you very okay. shortly. Then I will go and track your person of interest and I will let you know what I find out. Thank you very much. And I will let Eris know to be kinder and more respectful to you as we are primally linked. Thank you, Bodica. <laughs> All right. You see, she just kind of hovers. <laughs> up kind of like she's getting ready to fly away you know like captain marvel just kind of backwards and then um she says you think there's going to be a fight with with her and she motions towards the direction she's getting ready to fly oh, to there might be a fight there, there right. that's a very real possibility right. she nods and then her flowing like robes that what she's wearing just kind of like coalesce and turn into this like silvery armor and and not like power armor, but more of like a you know like a knight armor. She flies up, and then her hair's like billowing behind her, and she just goes and flies off. Oh, she's so cool. She's so cool. Bodica's a baddie. Bodica is a baddie, and I have she's not been treating her like a baddie. How dare you? My God. Yeah. Uh, Joe jo takes a second to compose and herself. Whose phone do you have? I've got Eris's com. Eris's com. Just about to get a bunch of messages because it's been a fair day cage for like a day. Yep. You see, you start seeing notifications going ding, ding, ding. I put the notifications on silent. Okay. And I call ShamWow. All right. You dial ShamWow. It's been a while since I've seen you. (laughs) Hi. I'm so sorry. Oh. Are you vid or audio? Because he's vid. Vid. Okay. All right. So he's like, he's seeing me, he's kind of looking at you a little sideways and he goes, you're not uh, the person who's supposed to be calling me from this number. I'm sorry. I'm actually calling on behalf of Eris. She's indisposed at the moment, but we have a question about your services. Just tell me where and what time. Um, That's how this works. Perfect. I'll ping you the location. Uh, how, do you do um, fire cleaning? Do you do cremation services, Mr. Shamwow? All right. He says fire protection. We do all kinds of uh, industrial cleaning, and uh, uh, I can pretty much handle it. But let's uh, let's talk in person. So uh, yeah, send me uh, send me the location. Do uh, do you need the extended package or uh, just a standard package? Just the standard package. I will do. Perfect. As soon as you can get here. On my way. I send him the location. Okay. And I go back inside. So <laughs> I've started gathering my stuff. It's probably mostly like ready to go anyway because this is a safe house. I might have to like mm-hmm. bug out. You have a go so bag. It's like, well, I, I have a go bag, but also like the other stuff, like the supplies because I have like stockpiles of supplies here. Yes. Because this was one of my refill safe houses. This is one that I use for planning. Yeah. Um, but they're also probably, like, in bags. So, like, I've probably gotten all that gathered. I don't think there's a lot of stuff. And, like, the furniture and that sort of stuff I don't care about. It's just, like, my shadow running gear. 
Yeah, you're pretty much leaving all the furniture. You're grabbing anything that has like personal effects and like. There's um, no personal effects. And um, yeah, like you know, hard drives or anything like that. I mean, Thorn taught you pretty well. You know, most of the you keep everything together. You have it so that way, in a ma- in a matter of moments, you're packed and ready to go. Yep. So I have done that, and also. I have gone upstairs to unlock Thorne's phone with his, his face, face ID. Okay. Basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna remove his his face lock and change it to like a passcode or my face. Okay. Well, there was a notification of a message that was on the screen. You know, you, you know that he had made some sort of a and it was a symbol right um it, it's not any symbol that you've seen it looks it's kind of like an emoji like a like a, a music symbol and when you use his face to open it up that's the notification that's on there and all it says is now i see you and the only other communication this you know because you just scroll back to see like what what else has this person ever said because mm-hmm. it's not like you know why would you assign an, a symbol for somebody that he doesn't know and then you like scroll back to see, and there was only one other thing about two years ago, and it said, "Have you landed yet?" Okay, gonna just save that for later. All right, so um, yeah, I'm gonna basically make it so that I can get back to his profile on his phone mm-hmm. without him being there. Okay, I'm putting his com in the separate box, the as portable well. Faraday mm-hmm. cage. Okay. And you come walking down the stairs as Joe's walking back in the... Uh, Shamwow's on his way. Okay, great. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. I Also, I'm sorry not to interrupt. I think I have a lead on who done it. Bodica is oh. actually tailing them right now. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, did, that's good. Okay. Um, can I... Yeah, I, she hands your comp back to you. I put it in the Faraday cage as well. Okay. And now we're just waiting for my car to get here. Yeah, it, it eventually arrives. And we're loading that up. Okay. And, and I, I also grabbed his bag because he had a whole bag mm-hmm, of stuff mm-hmm. that I didn't have a chance to go through. And I uh, I guess before ShamWow gets there, I say, oh, you said, what was the weird stuff with thorns? Oh, he... Okay, so he has a lot of, like, foci and, like, fetishes on him. And it's really weird to me that somebody was able to get the jump on him. Like he, it was someone he knew? It could be. Do, why, why do you think? I mean, there... Uh, yeah, it definitely could have been someone he knew. He just had, like, protections I mean, on protections on protections. And he had something set to where his senses were, like, so insanely enhanced. He was like a dog on Nova Coke. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It, they took his dock wagon sensor out. They knew where it was. So um, you think it was somebody that he knew so that he let them get close enough to hurt him? That. I mean, that would make sense. Uh, there's That doesn't really <laughs> narrow the list down much, though. Well, we should. I should have an answer for you soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great to get answers, but whoever it is, I don't think we want to mess with them. Well, I think that that is. That's. Yeah, I mean, we probably don't want to mess with them, but there's a lot of things that we don't want to mess with that are probably going to be messed with soon. Like, I just found out there's a dragon sleeping in St. Louis. Did you know that? Wait, what? Did you? Wait, how? Botica just told me. 
That's like why she came here. Um. Okay. All right. Well, it, it does. What? I sorry. Didn't mean to no, add to it's your just, full plate. You're always brimming for a fight. That's all I know how to do. This isn't. These aren't fights that need to happen. You don't have to fight the dragon under this. There's a dragon under the city. What's it doing? Sleeping. You don't have to. F- why would you wake a sleeping dragon to fight it? Why are you? Why do you want to avenge my dead ex boyfriend? Why do you want to fight whoever killed him? Because it seemed important to you. It is important to me that he's dead, but fighting someone and getting yourself killed or injured isn't going to help anything. But running doesn't help anything either. It keeps us alive. And the problems are still there. And other people are dying. What What? What problems? That some other Shadowrunner is going to continue Shadowrunning? <laughs> I am actually really surprised that you're thinking so small picture here. These are this is literally about the powers that govern our everyday lives that have apparently been governing the lives of thousands and millions of people for a very long time. Oh, you mean like the dragons and like the government and like the corporations and like the tear princes, the Vatican, the gangs, the Vori, the mobsters, my fucking grandma? You mean like all those people? You, you want to take all of them down? I want to take as many down with me as I can. Or we could just leave and be happy. You're never going. Well, so you take them all down and then you're going to put a system of government in place? Fuck no. Okay. So then something else is just going to come up and it'll be the same dreck. So we shouldn't try to change things because it'll just be bad still. You know that it'll just still be bad. Changing things is different than fighting a fucking dragon, Joe. Than fighting my fucking grandma. You can't just. You can't just. Fight something and kill something and think that gets rid of the problem. That'll just leave a power vacuum. But what you're suggesting is no different. It it truly isn't. You think that your grandma's not going to be able to find you? Like, that's not a threat, but she does have literally limitless power and resources. Do you think that if she was so inclined that you would actually be safe? I think if I leave, she won't care where I'm at. That is your fatal mistake. That's pretty much what she told me to my face. The only reason she cares about me is because of you. Look, I'm obviously not going to change who you are, but you're not going to change who I am either. I'm trying so hard to be helpful. I am arranging your ex-boyfriend's funeral. And I just want you to think about that for a second. What can I, what can I, what can I do? Do you want me to cut off one of my arms do you want me to to crawl on all fours? Like what do what do I have to do? Oh damn! <laughs> I, I hold up my my missing arm because apparently that no that that makes it so that she doesn't care about people anymore. If I if if I have impure essence or whatever the dreck it is that she is sipping, it if that taints me somehow, then is that what you want? Do you want me to go and get some implants? The The only thing I want right now is for you to not immediately leave to go fight whoever killed Thorn. I'm not the one that was going to leave. Eris, there's an intensity in Joe's eyes, and you realize that you see almost like tears of rage or maybe even sadness are building up, but they're black. 
Jill, what's going on with your eyes? Anyway. It's just her (laughs) and Dog Leash in the room. All right, he goes, how much of that do you think is bullshit? I don't know. I don't fucking trust that guy. You don't trust him? Creepy youth pastor vibes, man. I mean, don't sleep around him. I wasn't planning on it. You both literally already did. <laughs> I mean, we've been sleeping in this man's house already, first of all. Second of uh, yeah. all, okay. there is a bunch of stuff, though, that doesn't add up. I mean, this guy's a creepy rich fuck who just said he's like 100 and something years old. Yeah. He doesn't look a day over like fucking 40. Neither do you, by the way. Thank you. I know. I've... You don't look a day over 25. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm serious, Love man. Okay. Well, thank, thank you very much. Um, okay. So kind of regardless yes. of what is and is not like true about all of this stuff, obviously I'm tangled up in some, some shit. Right? Yeah. Some crusty old dude tells you you're special. That's, that's every other Tuesday. Like, yeah. Do you think he's trying to get in your pants or what? No, I don't think so. He's just trying to get you to do something for him. I think so. I mean, saving the world. I mean, if you're going to get some cool augments out of it, I mean, what the fuck, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, didn't you tell me those wing things were worth a lot of money? They were worth so much money, like several million. Yeah, man. I mean, do you need wings? I mean, it'd it'd be cool. I mean, can you really, like, fly with them? think so hmm. i mean i can't see why not sure why not but like what i wanted to say is this is obviously this is a lot more than you bargained for so like if you what do you mean like i just bargained for a sleepover and then no i mean like associating all right he just holds his hand up and he goes i'm in it as long as you are so you can just go ahead and stop that shit oh. i mean all the way right what the fuck else am i gonna do no, I just I go hang out at my shitty apartment. I mean, now I get to hang out in a fucking mansion with, you know, a cool uh, woman with like badass augments and shit. Save the world or not, it doesn't even fucking matter, right? It doesn't matter. She points to her legs. She says they are nice, aren't they? They're badass. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about cutting off my own legs because they suck. <laughs> hey, I would say I would say um, getting. Getting Delta implanted when you can't afford it, zero out of ten, do not recommend. Yeah, but this guy's loaded. Maybe he'll hook me up. <sighs> Maybe, but... Then, then, I, then I can help save the world. Or not. Maybe I can just hold your, uh, you know, hold your tape while you uh, save the world there, Superwoman. Hey, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. You know, I am a bottom. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> she's, she's looking at him with such tenderness, and then she's just like... <sighs> I guess if I'm the chosen one, that, that, that must mean I'm the toppiest top of all time, potentially. That tracks, yes. There you go. I mean... Live it. If that's what you signed up for, baby. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? She called it, baby. I know. He goes, that's what I signed up for. That's what I'm here for. Oh, she's going to go over and kiss him. Oh, and that's where we'll cut that scene. Woo! <laughs>
So you arrive at the stacks. First thing you notice about the stacks is, yes, the uh, blackout, as it's being called. For Jake, he's just kind of sitting there. He's like, I don't understand what's going on, other than the fact that there are no lights. I mean, but it's daytime. You know, but like all the like stoplights and everything are all out. Mm-hmm. What you see, it looks more like a black swirling mirror is encompassing this high rise in the city. Uh, that's fucking ominous. And uh, Pierre looks at it and he says, it's beautiful. Um, I don't think I'd use that term, but okay. And Jake's like, what are you talking about? There's like, you don't see it? He kind of leans like, you know, he's like, that dude shitting in a basket over there? Or what are you talking about? There's there's like. Come on, man. It's a shopping basket. It doesn't even have anything in the bottom. It's going all the way through. Ooh. Oh, Jake. Um, yeah. <laughs> There, it's there's like this darkness that's just coming from the stacks. Like you, you really don't see this. Uh, nope. Should we stay here then? Well, you know why we're here, right? I'm assuming we're going to get married. You asked. I know. Yes. Make a um. What is it? It's um. Not sense motive. Um. Judge um, intent. Yes, judge intent. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, look at all those dice rolling away from me. Yikes. I got two successes. All right. Well, you net one. Yes. You you kind of go, when Jake says that, and you see in the rearview mirror, you see Pierre's eyes kind of twinkle a little bit. If I notice that, I'm going to call him out. Okay. Does that mean something to you, Pierre? He looks at you in the rear view and he says, it might, it might, it might not. I, uh... As I said before, if you are who I think you are and she is who I think she is, then I think I've been looking for both of you for a very long time. I'm... And you're still driving at this point. I am? Okay. okay. No, I'm asking. Well, I, I don't know where I'm needing to go. I, all you have to do is drive up to the stacks. <clears throat> I mean, you just go in, you know? Okay, then that's what I'm doing. So right. I'll be... I As I'm driving in, I'm saying, I... We'll be quite clear with you. Right there, as you drive through into the darkness, you submerge. Fuck! Jesus, Jesus Christ, fucking Eric. Christ. What the uh, fuck? What happens is you submerge, but it is unlike any submersion that you've ever done before. First of all, as soon as you go in, your submersion level goes up one. Ooh. Great. Toes in one shit. <laughs> Great. Love it. So you immediately feel this power like coursing through you. You're still, you can still feel the car, mm-hmm. the Bramalam. Mm-hmm. You can still feel it. And that's never happened before. Because usually when you submerge, you go into almost like a different realm within the matrix. You still feel like you're in your physical body, but you submerge while in your physical body. That's not supposed to happen. Nope. So you can be in full control of the, as a matter of fact, you feel almost as if you could control the car mm-hmm more efficiently at this point because my magic brain (laughs) then you see the behind you you see pierre and he is glowing like very brightly what kind of glowing like a golden glow hell yeah what does jake see jake's like why are we speeding up and then he looks over at you and you turn and you look at him and you can see like where his cyber eye was, there's like a like a just like a missing scoop out of his face. 
But the other thing that you see as you're looking at him is it almost looks like worms, like undulating inside of his eye socket. Oh, no. Like glowing worms, like pinworms. They're, they're very, very small. Oh, he no. should have taken his doggy medicine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for going to a back alley doc. Yeah, for real. You need to take that heartworm medicine. Yeah, so he's looking at you, and it's like this inside of his eye socket is just kind of like wiggly and shit. And he's like, why are you looking at me like that? Jake, your your eye. What about it? And he kind of pokes at his, re- his regular mm-hmm. eye. What, 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 what is, do I have something in my eye? I don't feel like it. Not that one. Or he says, can we stop before you start looking in my eye, please? I try to stop. You stop the vehicle. Okay. Is Pierre doing anything? He, as soon as you stop the vehicle, he gets out and he's like starting to, he's like looking at the stack. You see this glowing form like moving next to the car. Fuck. And Jake's looking at you like, where's he going? We, we need, we need to stay with him. Oh, okay. Sure. This place looks uh, a little creepy. Yeah. Jake, I'm so sorry. This is probably not going to be very fun for you. Oh, okay. You want me to stay here? Uh, Cause... And then he points at the Bramalam and he goes, or should I grab a gun? Grab a gun, take the car, and go. Just Go where? Somewhere not here. I, I didn't I didn't know what this was going to be like. Well, I'm not leaving you here. In the middle of uh, of North City in a blackout. What kind of a schmuck do you think I am? That that's not what this is about. And he motions, he goes, So what's this guy got? I, I don't know, but I've seen that glow before. What glow? Oh, fuck, you can't see this. This is why you shouldn't be here. I I shouldn't have brought you here. Do you have persuade? I have... Um, it's a technomancer thing. You do not have persuade. No, I have... Your charisma. Yep, you can roll a charisma <laughs> check to try and convince Our... him to leave. Charisma. Charisma. I do technically have... Con, but are you gonna lie to him? No. Okay. But I I only got that for Angel though, oh. so I wasn't gonna actually use it. Um, that's only one success, but uh-huh. I did get two fours. So do I edge it? Edge it. This is the tie. Well, how many how many successes? Did right you now you net zero. Fuck. What did he get? Yeah. You got one success. Edge it make once. him make him make him re-roll you, his. Well, oh, well, you spend one. You add one to your roll. Make yeah, it a success. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Oh. I have two successes now. All right. You pay for an, an edge to raise your four to a five. You now net one. All right. He's like, all right, Val. I mean, I'll trust you in this, but it does. I think it's a mistake. Jake, I don't, I don't want you to leave, but I don't think that it's safe for you to be here considering you can't see half the shit that I'm looking at right now. Okay. I get it. Where do you want me to go? Go to the Falstaff Mansion. Okay. Jet is there. Dog Leash is there. Okay. They'll just just stay with them. All right. He grabs you and kisses you and says, "Don't die." I'll do my best, babe. <laughs> and he gets in the Bramalam and he leaves. And Pierre turn is is like he's got his back to you and he's looking up and he says, "Isn't it beautiful?" And as you get closer to him, you can see that there's a pulsing golden light at the top of the stacks. And he turns and he looks at you and he says, she did it. She, she created a bubble of the dissonance here. She is 
the Ajita. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Austin Miller. Edited and produced by Sid. Continuity Consulting by Dot. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Resting Glitchface is a production of Openly Gamer Theater and property of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>